It's time for another power-packed episode of Headspace with Dr. Mike. Each week, Dr. Mike is committed to addressing real life, sometimes polarizing and controversial issues, while offering practical and informed insight. Listen in as we discuss hot topics that matter to us and the communities we live in. Good morning, everyone. How are Headspacers doing in Headspace land? Woo! Good morning. Yes, yes, yes. It is just Christy and I in the studio today. Mm-hmm, Chris. Mm-hmm, Chris. Mm, he was scared. Scared. He was, was a little scared, scared to show up today. Yep, and you know what? <laughs> we, we're going to give a shout-out to Chris in a little bit. He is... Listen, he doing what he got to do to make that paper. So. I'm not mad at him. Not mad at him at all. Mm-hmm. No. And you may even hear from him in a little bit because we are having a legendary head-to-head. Oh, please stay tuned. <laughs> Y'all ain't ready you for our head-to-head ready. today. Woo! We are going to have a good head-to-head. But, Chris, I do have to give you a bad... Uh, I do have to talk about you, though, because I was just bragging to the team during our team meeting on Wednesday about how you and I have perfect attendance. Uh-huh. And that's always how it goes. Mike, you are holding down the bloodstained banner. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) I'm talking about perfect attendance. It's January 9th. Excellent. This is episode 12. And it's called Headspace with Dr. Mike. So I'm thinking maybe you should be here. I kind of should be here. So there we go. It's kind (laughs) of given. (laughs) So what y'all up to? How y'all feeling? Make sure you check us out online. We're going to do a better job of engaging with you all. And guess what? We got some merch coming. Uh-oh. We have some merch for our headspacers so that y'all can represent all around the world. So stay tuned for the merch. Can't I, wait for that. I love it that it's called merch. Yes. I mean, just like everything is what it is, but then there's merch. There's merch. <laughs> got to have merch. Oh, man. Is it warming up where y'all are at? It is warming up here. It's beautiful oh. here. Yeah, and I'm going to tell you the truth. Right now, under this mask, uh, it's killing me softly. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, your but, hormones aren't necessarily doing what these, they, well, they, they they doing a whole lot well, of Mike, stuff. You know, we right haven't now. announced this to the audience. I didn't oh. know if you wanted to do that. But oh, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm sorry. I'm, no, no, no. I'm fine. It's, it's fine. No, no. Thanks. <laughs> it's okay, Mike. Oh. That's like, you know why? It's okay. Let me just let, let the audience know. I am expecting. I am expecting a baby boy in July. Yay! <laughs> Woo! Look at me. I'm sitting here running my mouth. It's it's all good, Mike. It's all good, and I'm I'm happy to share. God is good. He's so faithful. And one day soon, we'll have a whole segment about. Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna yeah. talk about this little journey. Yes, thank we're you. We're gonna talk Lord. about this little journey. Well, anyway, yes. So that's why I said that she got a whole bunch of hormones doing a whole lot of stuff <laughs> right now. So it's all good. But hey. With that being said, I tell you what, we're excited about everything today. And Christy, you have some head notes for us. What we got? Oh, my goodness, Mike. Oh, Lord have mercy. We're going to start with this controversial and, and, and very, I would say, in my opinion, devastating Georgia law that was just passed um, about it being now a misdemeanor to serve food and drink to serve voters. Serve food and drink to, while they're standing in line. You can't but, give water and food to them. I, my hand is up. Yeah, I don't. Help I don't. me. Help help me understand it. I, I mean, I do I do know why. Anything that's going to suppress the vote of black and brown, because we are disproportionately we have long waits in the areas where they're black where, and brown yeah, voters, right? Do. So, just wanting to make sure that the voters are nourished and and you know they have the Georgia not, is not the coolest state. It's they call it Hot Atlanta. I'm just saying. And they can't get a water. They can't get a swig. <sighs> And for my listeners, I, I want to make sure we're clear that you mm-hmm. understand that here at Headspace with Dr. Mike, we really do try to present all the sides of an argument, um, you know, to try to rationalize with it. But I have a hard time with this, and maybe y'all going to have to help us, and we're going to have to find somebody that's going to be able to help us with this. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe Sharon says so is going to be able to come back and do it, because what I'm not understanding is, I get it, like somebody threw out there, voting was, you know, kind of wonky, right? I get that. But it was proven that it wasn't. So then usually you go and make sweeping reforms to something because it's like truly broken. Yes. So why is it the only thing I can think only thing I can think of is you don't want what happened, which was a certain party 
got their butts handed to them. Mm-hmm. I can say that on there, right? You can. I think you can. They got their butts handed to them during the election. Well, that, but, you know what? Let me tell you about They didn't get their butts handed yeah, to them. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't like that. But, I mean, when, in, you in convert, Georgia, in Georgia. when you convert red to blue in a place that... That's true. But but my question is, even if that was the case, even if there was voter fraud, sweeping, you know, voter fraud, what does that have to do with offering somebody a cracker and, and a cup of water? Well, it's more than that because then they're also doing it where they get they, they can't do early voting on Sundays. Oh, yes. That, because, that's you know, a, a lot other, of churches yeah. had sold, what was it, sold to the poll? Yes. Like you go to church in the morning mm-hmm. and then you go to the polls. Like they had uh, churches made it a thing where they bus, you know, they took you in the bus and mm-hmm. made a day out of it to make... To make voting something, because you have a lot of people who feel as if their vote didn't count. Absolutely. And so when you do stuff like this, you make them think. But you know what? I think Stacey Abrams is time enough for him. Oh, she definitely is. She she said, okay, I, I got your number. I, I I don't, Georgia has done some great things in the past few months, and I, 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 I'm expecting great things out of them in the future. So yeah. we're just going to keep them prayed up. And speaking of keep people prayed up, can we pray, what is going on with Derek Jackson and his wife? <laughs> Can we pray for the helmet of salvation? <laughs> AKA the bonnet or the, the tam. I don't know what that was on our head, but that's even that's not even the point. What it is something I, I mean, you know what to be honest with you, I never paid attention to. I mean, maybe because I'm in a very healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's Lord. why I didn't know who he was. I, I didn't know who he was. I'm gonna tell you something. I had seen his video, I didn't know his name. I okay. had seen his videos before, you know, popping up on my my, my news feed. Sure. Here and there, and I never actually listened to a full like like session of him giving his advice. So, <laughs> but when I, yeah, of course, when he started trending, I'm like, okay, well, let me see what this is all about. I, I, he's like I, a was he a relationship doctor or like a person who like talks gives people advice on relationships. But then, yeah. for those that don't know, he gives people advice on relationships. But it turns out he was having an affair on his wife. Yes. And then, I mean, that was one thing. But then, like, he did this video, and it was like his wife appeared to look like she was in a sunken place. Like I felt like I was watching Get Up, Get Out, Get Out. Yeah. Yeah. But not even just that. It was the the monster. He was trying to sell his book. <laughs> I mean, it. it like, it are you gonna try a, to heal your marriage, dude? Like, sell your book, heal your marriage. I don't know if it's crazy or, or genius. <laughs> I, I can't. And then he did a video, his videos that he typically does uh-huh. on that video. Wow. Talking about himself in third person. I said, you know what? <laughs> this man, I don't know what's going on in that head. And, and then the, the wife is posting videos where she is not seeming completely together. And, and I'm concerned, Mike. I'm yeah. concerned. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe that you know what somebody told me this years ago, right before I got married. They said, um, "What you do in your marriage is what you do in your marriage, mm-hmm. and your marriage ain't gonna look like everybody else's." Amen. And so they told me that, and I, when I got married, I realized, oh, that's that's true. Like this one works for me and Shirella. This one works with Christy and Rob. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and so and maybe that's their get down. Like maybe that's that's what they do. Well, yeah, but can you do it? In the privacy of your own home, like I don't know. Anyway, we, we have one more. We can go on and on about that. We have one more head notes to talk about, and that's Miss um, uh, Sharon Osbourne no longer oh, being a part of yes. the view. Well, you know they were always I, they were always suspect to me because the man eats bats <laughs> and they're not cooked. So uh, that right there just says to me what was really. What's really happening here? You know what I, I, I find interesting? It's, it's amazing how you just, so many things just start to unveil themselves after one thing happened. Like after this whole thing with Cheryl Underwood, then all the former hosts were talking about things that she had said about them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, what what was happening that that was not news then? Like why, right. why was it this that sparked everything? Yeah. And if she's had this uh, prevalent issue with, former co-hosts and yeah. racist and homophobic, mm-hmm. you know, comments. She should have been gone a long, long time ago. Mm-hmm. So I, I said, bye, peace. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I won't, wish, won't miss you at all. I, I guess for me, and I, I guess I close out with this, for me, I never wish somebody to lose their job. Sure. However, you know, when, when, you've, earned, when you've earned that, you've earned it, right? That's right. All right. Let's pay some bills. <laughs> <laughs> 2020 gave birth to a lot of endeavors. Here in 2021, everyone has had to get in touch with their inner producer. Our man Garrett Brace is one of those guys you need on your team. 
we at Headspace with Dr. Michael clients of his as he ensures all of our audio files are crisp, clean, and cool. If you have any audio, video, and even lighting needs, hit them up at GWalt Services on Instagram. Remember, GWalt Services, servicing all your audio, video, and lighting needs. Y'all, it's heads up time. Heads up time. You know, for the last few weeks, I've been dealing with the powers, right? The power of retrospection. Talked about the power of support last week. Today, I want to talk about the power of no. The power of no. You know, um, there are many different, and, and Christy, you and I have been in different types of customer service settings, you know, through the years where we learned about, you know, you got to be careful about saying no, right? Mm-hmm. You know, um, I, I want to make sure everyone's clear when I say that there are times when we say no for the sake of saying no. And, you know, a lot of times I even work with my teams and I tell them, let's figure out when we, how we, what we can do to aim towards a yes. I feel like sometimes we make no so easy, mm-hmm. right? And I think as a people, as people, we've been conditioned to believe that no is just a negative thing, right? You know, no. And, and so, um, <clears throat> One of the things that I, I want to make sure that we understand is that there is power in no, and there are times when no is is necessary. Uh, first of all, I thought this is kind of fascinating. According to Pop Sugar, March twenty second, no is in the top fifteen of the most common first words of babies. <laughs> Matter of fact, no is number seventeen. Number one is dad, of course, dad, dad, dad. You know that's how it works. Number two is mom, in forms of mom, Sugar right? Line. Number three is high, you know. Number four, I forget what number four is, but number five was dog or puppy. Uh, number six was um, butt or oh, bad. No, 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 it's bad. Okay. I can read my handwriting. And then number 15 is car. Odd. What's funny is yep or yes is not even in the top 15. Isn't that something? Interesting. And, and what, what scientists will tell you is that the reason why that is is because, you know, kids, they hear it a lot. You know, I remember when Mike was coming, no, Mike, no, 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 no. Like, he's, you know, I felt like Sherelle and I would joke about it that we felt like like that was our language. We speak no Mike. <laughs> oh, you will know, Christy, soon enough, right? Soon enough. But, um, but you know, I think we have been um, conditioned to believe that, no is restrictive and yes is refreshing, right? Um, however, I want to go back to the fact there is there's power in the word no, you know? Listen, I'm a high achiever. I like to say I, at least I believe in my heart I am, right? I'm a person who doesn't like to let people down. I'm a person who actually um, doesn't want anything to get in my way. So if I have my sights set on something or if there's a task that you give me, I'm competitive, right? Um, there are times where I feel like I have something to prove. And so you will hear me say yes a lot. And one of the things that um, we we have believed along the way, and you can tell me if I'm wrong here, Christy, but I think that along the way we've believed the hype that, you know, we have to keep doing in order to be successful. Like, you know, we, we kind of, you know what I mean? We live in a world where you got to hustle, right? Mm-hmm. I think I was watching something the other day and they were saying, that um, in order to real, I was a finance. It was a woman giving financial advice, and one of the things she said was, you know, nowadays you have to have a, a, a something that you're making from home. Like even if you have your day job, what what kind of hustle do you have at home? Like a, what kind of at home business? And they were saying that COVID kind of exposed the Absolutely. power of that, right? Absolutely. And and so we we talk about that um in in, in ministry and in, in relationships, we're not willing to say no, even though more often than not. It takes us away from our personal calling, our personal desires, our personal dreams. And so one of the things, you know, that I, I've been challenging, you know, I'm, I'm hitting my, my birthday April 17th, just to give y'all a, we'll, we'll, have a, we'll have a show on that day, of course. But, um, you know, one of the things I like to do in April is that's kind of like my New Year's. And so instead of me making New Year's resolutions in January, I look at April and that's a time where I'll spend, I'll spend the next couple of weeks kind of looking at my goals and expectations for the year. What did I hit? What did I miss? Making my expectations for next year. And one of the things that is happening for this year is that I'm going to say no more often. All right. Because COVID has allowed me to see some stuff. One of the things, I heard this a long time ago. They said that um, your job, 
while they will cry a couple days after you die, within six to eight weeks, they will have your position refilled. They may, they may let that person rename your office from being your office. As a matter of fact, if you die, they probably won't say, I'm going to put you in you know, Mike's office. You know what I'm saying? They're not going to do that. But you get what I'm saying? Like they, in, in six to eight weeks, they're going to have it refilled. And what have you left behind? You left your family in misery, the time that you spent at this job. And I'm going to say it, in ministry, because mm-hmm. churches have a tendency to do that too. I'm just being real. Speak the truth. Listen, you know, there are times where you'll, you'll sit and watch, and there's something that you're doing, you're using your expertise, and all of a sudden, you'll start looking around, and checks are being handed out to everybody else. And you're sitting there like, well, wait a minute. You know, do you realize what I gave up to do this? But I'm just saying, relationships even. Mm-hmm. You know, people have set aside, you know, I'm just going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do this for them, and da-da-da, and all of a sudden they're looking back, what do they have to show for it? So one of the things I want to encourage you all is to recognize the power of no. You know, no is not a bad word when given in context, right? And so one of the things I want to challenge you to make sure you say no. Now, don't just say no for the sake of saying no, right? You know, but at the same time, make sure you are careful about the power of saying no. you to become a sponsor of the Headspace with Dr. Mike show. There are a few amazing reasons for you to become a sponsor. Your sponsorship will help fund future programs and special events. And as a special thank you for your contribution, you will receive a special gift. We will announce safe and secure ways you can sponsor the show soon. Thank you in advance for your support. All right, Christy, is that time? It's that time. I'm so excited. I need to jump rope. Yeah, we need that sound effect. We're gonna work. We're gonna work on a, a section for this for this segment for head to head. But it is time for head to head, for head to head, for head to head. The food edition. The food edition. My my my. Well, All right, here we have, go. Have we braced everyone for the possibility that if they've grown some kind of affection towards you, that they may no longer <laughs> have that after this conversation? Christy, I don't think I'm. I'm very alone in this thing. I Mike, don't think I am, Mike. I'm not going to say you're an anomaly, but I'm going to say that you are definitely in the minority. I don't. I don't think so. Oh, okay. Well, we're, we're, we're going to so. find out. We're going. You know, I'm happy to be wrong. I'm <laughs> I happy think Chris. To be wrong. Uh, we got Chris on the line too. Chris, you on the line, brother? I think he's coming. He's, coming. he's coming. He's he's coming. He's coming. We're gonna get him. We, we, gonna get him we, we definitely need Chris a part of this. Yeah, conversation. he's gonna have to be a part of this conversation. Whether he's in the studio or not. Chris, what's up, brother? What's happening, y'all? Hey. <laughs> Chris, it's head to head time, brother. Uh, somebody on well, it's head to head time. It's head to head. You ready? Well, yeah, yeah, you know I'm ready. I had to make sure I was involved in this. I don't care where I was. Exactly. <laughs> on, a moon, on the moon, on Mars, I don't care where you uh, are. Just go ahead and rip the band-aid off. So, somebody in the comment section, I'm not gonna say who, but somebody said it's a rat for the good doctor. I y'all <laughs> I don't think so. Ooh. Headspaces, I need y'all to help a brother out because I, I just I just I just believe in my spirit that I'm not the only one that Okay, feels well, this way. let's tell people what we're doing today. All right. So we're going to take different food options and see which is the preference. And the first one, should we make them wait for this one? I, I don't know, Mike. It depends on how long you feel You know like. what? No, no. I ain't scared. I'm going to okay, go ahead and do it. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and do it. All right. The first one out the gate, grits. 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 I think I hear a drum roll. Sugar, sugar, or salt? Sweet or savory. All right. So okay. that's it. So so that's it. That's what, no. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to make it. I'm going I'm to say it first. I'm a Mike, cream of wheat. Sure? I'm a cream of wheat kind of guy. I'm an oatmeal kind of guy. I don't do grits. Mike. I don't do grits. Am I the only one that's out there? I know there's other people that don't feel the same way I feel. Or feel the same way I feel. I'm sorry. No, you said it right the first time. <laughs> I don't do Nobody grits. Nobody feels I was going to say grits. You said it right the first time. Nobody feels like that. <laughs> I don't do grits. But if I do, when I do, when I do do grits, when you do do, I do prefer sugar. Woo! And that, that's a double whammy because it's gonna be a lot of people. <laughs> well, see, I'm a I'm a I'm an amateur, right? So I don't. Is I'll that do what you're gonna do? Okay, okay. <laughs> so 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 me myself personally, I'm gonna say this before before I got married, and I'm about to tell him my husband. Before I got married, I was a shrimp and grits, cheese, butter, salt and pepper type of girl. That's what I did. I married my husband, Rob. And I saw him put sugar on grits, and I was like, what are you doing? What are you doing? And he was like, I'm telling you, babe. I'm telling you, babe. It's bomb. It's bomb. And I tasted it. I was like, 
Well, this is not so bad. I just got called so, whack. I oh, just got called I whack. I told you, Mike. Butter, salt, and pepper. Aunt, my Aunt Brenda is tuning in. <laughs> I just she got said, called whack because I don't like grits. Butter, salt, and pepper. <laughs> I, I can take it either way. So I'm on a fence here. But but it's the fact that you don't eat them. I'll what about cheese? Do you add cheese to it? Oh, yeah. Cheese is great. Chris, what about you? What are you at? What are you? Sweet or savory? Put, put cheese, salt, and cheese in there. Um, always. I, 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 I put pepper in mine sometimes, too. And I've tried the sugar, but I can't do it. It, it. it messes with the consistency. It changes everything about grits that are great for me. <laughs> it's so, possible for grits to be great. Oh, absolutely. You just, <laughs> you just late to the party, bro. <laughs> All right. Well, now that now that I have no friends, because none of none of my headspacers have chimed in to no, help me out, I no thought y'all loved me. I no, thought no, y'all no. loved. Let's move on to the next one. Let's, I've been, let's, yes, let's move on. I got butter, salt, and pepper. Garrett said butter, salt, and pepper. Okay. See, actually, I think I do. Michael, like, we I, do love you. We're just not going to brunch with you. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, Chris. That's it. All right, all right, y'all. The, the next Here's one. The next one. The next one is. The heel of the bread. The heel of the bread. Trash or, or treasure? treasure? The heel of the bread. Trash or treasure? Mike, Mike, what's your opinion? Oh, it's definitely trash. It's trash? The, the heel is trash. I'm going I'm to go last this well, time. Well, let me take this back. Growing up, I, while I did not eat the heel, the heel was the one that, like, if you just didn't have any bread in the house, mm-hmm. you, would, you would eat it or it was fed to the birds. We didn't just throw it away. We we did throw it off the, the patio for the birds. Okay, okay. So I guess it's not trash per se. It's trash for it's not it's not you're not eating it. I'm so not eating it. We're yet. gonna call we're gonna put that in the trash category. Okay, all right, okay. All right. okay Chris, uh, I'm gonna go last this I'm gonna go last this time. Go ahead, Chris. What's your it's, opinion? It's not trash, but it's definitely last. <laughs> <laughs> not trash but last. So it sounds like yeah. you're a little bit on the fence with this one. I mean, you know, I'm 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 kind of um, and then an enjoyer of sandwiches of all kinds. So uh-huh. I'm usually going to eat that bread. I mean, like I said, I'm going to eat it last. But when I'm around the, the house, Jones and for peanut butter, PB and J, I'm going to use that heel if it's available. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, I'm going to give my opinion. Then I'm going to read some of these comments mm-hmm. that are coming in. They're mm-hmm. coming in fast and furious. Mm-hmm. So me myself personally, you know how I always say that. Mm-hmm. Me myself personally. I'm putting that thing in the trizash, <laughs> in the garbage. That's a grin or something. Actually, you know what I'm doing? I'm actually going to leave that for Rob because he loves the heel. Really? Shamela he can it. do it too. She, my, she likes it. it. My thing is, I'm, you're going to choke me. That thing yeah, is so dry. It's so dry. It's, it's, just, it's good for croutons. Yeah, yes, croutons. You yeah. know, maybe, maybe some of your Maybe your French stuffing. toast. Maybe some French toast. No, no, no. French toast. No, Rob loves the French toast for you the heel. You do French toast. But no, 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 no. Uh-uh, uh-uh. The heel is trash. Now let's look at the comments. <laughs> Brenda says it's treasure. She, she said treasure. Said, about to toast one down. Just so, because she gonna toast it there. She yeah. got a whole loaf of bread. She about to just put the heel in there That's just it. because. That's okay. It. All right. Kevin said the heel of the bread is trash. Amen, Kevin. Ebony said feed it to the birds. Yep. And she Shavella says treasure. I know. She Oh my goodness. She's a Steelers fan too, so well, yeah, bless her heart. <laughs> bless her heart. <laughs> she doesn't she doesn't I have a question. What's sure. that? Is the heel that only that one first piece, or mm-hmm. is it the first two? Because sometimes that second one can be kind of heelish also. And if it's heelish, it's going to the back. It has a little heelish tendencies. I agree. The Ruta and the Tuta, the, the front and the <laughs> back, they both going, they're going in the trash. I'm telling you, if Robin's not around, it's going in the trash. <laughs> Disgusting. Crystal, what do you say? What Crystal is our engineer for today. What you say? She said, tra- uh, "Trash." That's why I get along with you. That's see, why I rock with you. We all, we all on one accord here. Yes, see? See, I love good. it. I love it. All right, we got one more, Christy. One more. Okay, spaghetti. Yes. Do you serve it separate or together? Come on now. There are strong opinions about this. There are very strong opinions. Um, should we go to Chris first on this one? Yeah, Chris. What do you do with your spaghetti? To get serve it together or separate? Did we lose them? Oh no, he's still there. I mean, no, I'm here. I'm here. Um, together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Together. I mean, I, I, you know, I don't. Again, I think somebody is just speaking for me. It's like, it doesn't matter. Just get in. <laughs> it's gonna get together anyway, right? It matters. All I'm gonna say is how you serve it matters. No, why? Oh, it together. No, why? you cannot serve it together. It must be separate. This is why. Because you have to be able to 
appropriately put together the correct measurement of noodle, to, the, the, the noodle sauce ratio must be correct. And the only way you can do that successfully is by separating them first. So you put your noodles in and you assess how many noodles you have there. And then you say, okay, this is how much sauce I need to make sure that the consistency of my spaghetti, once it's put together, is correct, it's accurate. Then you put on the, the, the sauce and you mix it together. You, you don't you don't put it together first. That's just a violation. That's ghetto. <laughs> it's annihilation. <laughs> it's a violation. Oh, oh you are a more of a, a noodle. I'm a oh, sauce oh, I'm guy. I'm so asleep. I'm asleep. I'm asleep. That's, maybe that that's my I, I, I want more sauce than noodles. I want more sauce than noodles, and I always, inevitably, I run out of sauce. And I still have noodles. And my noodles are pale. That's because you put them together first. My noodles are pale. I need them to be drenched. I agree. <laughs> Not pale and that's how you they're do that. Dude, they're pale. And see, here's the thing about mixing it together. You mix it together. Uh-huh. So you make spaghetti for the day two. You don't make spaghetti for the day of. Agreed. You know, so when the spaghetti Agreed. is made for, yeah, we liked it. It was good, right? But then the next day? Uh-huh. You get into that? Oh, you preaching that. The peppers now. have gotten uh-huh. infused into the spaghetti. Uh-huh. And then all of a sudden, uh-huh. uh, yeah, all we see uh, <laughs> is the tomato sauce uh, has gotten in with the meat. <laughs> and then the meat uh, has gotten in with the spaghetti. Uh-huh. And we have, mmm, 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 good. Mm. Oh, See, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't get there if you have them separate. Oh yes, you can. Oh yes, you can. I, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to disagree because the same essence, the same essence of that seasoning with the with the sauce is marinating overnight oh, together Lord. without the inclusion of the noodle. Oh Lord. And so it's able to, you know, just somebody said not the spaghetti revival. You know what? I cannot. I cannot. Wait a Let's read these. Let's read these comments real fast. Let's read these comments. Shavala says separate. Even the Italians on the on the housewives service. She separate. did say that. Thank you. <laughs> Ebony said together. Let's see. Brenda says spaghetti sauce on top. Let's see. That sounds separate to me. Uh, let me see. Oh, everybody's commenting on the preaching segment. Oh, <laughs> yes, you guys. We take this very seriously. We, we do. Take, you know, we have opinions about listen. very important topics listen, here. Listen, listen. I, I got to be a big mic. It wasn't by accident. <laughs> <laughs> it you got to know a little something about something. I got one. I got one. I got one. Your okay. fried fish. Okay. Cornmeal or flour? Uh, cornmeal. Cornmeal or flour, Chris? Cornmeal. Cornmeal. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Cornmeal or flour. Okay. That's a good one. And you had one other one, Mike, that I I, I was kind of, I mean, I had my opinion about oh. it, but what, the eggs and the, and the ketchup? Ketchup on eggs. Come on now. Who does that? Ketchup on eggs. No. That is the best. I, 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 I can't do ketchup on eggs. What I do do is eggs and applesauce. I might be by eggs myself. And with that, eggs and apple. Oh, God, oh gosh. Oh, that, that's why you're not in the studio today. This is, this is why I waited till I wasn't in the studio to say this. <laughs> Very wise. That was wise. Because you know you're going to get talked about. What? Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's a little crazy. That's something you kept from like elementary school. That you just... You just kept on. You just kept that. That's, that's, that's wrong. Mm-hmm. My friend Harlan said spaghetti is best next day. Amen. See, that's what I'm saying, Brother Harlan. See, See y'all saved over there in West Virginia. Let me let me just say. And that. my sister, thank I was, you. I was going to say that's your on sister, eggs. That's, that y'all was raised together. That's now Harlan I, said Texas Pete on eggs. Okay, I can do the hot sauce on eggs. I'm not mad at that. That is kind of yeah. If y'all raised together, I think that she's just a bit biased. Right. Just a, <laughs> just, just a, a coach. Just a. bit. <laughs> the hot sauce and eggs, I can get with. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Well, that was a classic. Head and head, head to head. Thank y'all for participating yeah, with us. Fine. We really appreciate y'all. Be on the lookout for the next head to head. If y'all got any ideas for head to head, make sure y'all let us know, and we will definitely keep them in mind. <laughs> that was good stuff. Good stuff. Our world is filled with polarizing topics that land most people on one side or the other. The Headspace with Dr. Mike team isn't afraid to take them on. Monthly, we will invite people on both sides of some of the most controversial topics from the serious to the silly to debate their positions. We look forward to charged discussions that will inform and entertain. DM your head-to-head show ideas to us on Instagram or Facebook at Headspace DM. First of all, we didn't get to say goodbye to Chris. Chris, we love you, bro. We miss you. We were doing the during the break. I realized we didn't say bye to Chris. We just hung up on him. 
Hey, well, before we go into our next segment, I do have to make sure we wish a special happy birthday to our chief operating officer. Yes. Kim Lightfoot, happy Kim. Birthday, Kim. Happy birthday. Your birthday is actually on Wednesday, but you are turning up now. So we just want to let you know we love you. We appreciate you. And we uh, hope you have a great year. And thank you for being a part of the Headspace team. So make sure y'all let uh, Kim know that you really appreciate her and all that fun stuff. So Kim, Kim, Kim. Hey, we got some other comments. We had, um, oh, say Christine chimed in. Um, eggs and applesauce is amazing. Well, of course you would say that, Christine. We're not even going to talk about the relationship she has with Chris. <laughs> Wait, of course that's, you would say that. That's another bias statement. You're, you're supposed to say things like that. You're supposed to. Uh-oh. All right. Um, Ebony said cheese on eggs. Okay. All right. So, anyway, we are really just excited. We want to just think about um, your next set of head-to-heads. Um, we got some different ideas out there, so let's make sure you give us some ideas of what it is that you're hoping for. Um, make sure you give us some ideas of what it is that you're hoping for and all that fun stuff. Uh, so yeah, because we do this monthly, and so we want to make sure that we have some hot topics, and it doesn't have to always be so serious. It can be you know lightweight like this one, and you have fun with it. But we are always interested in hearing your your feedback, your your comments about you know what we have going on and the different head to head topics. Okay. Well, I tell you what, we are we are sitting here and just thinking about some things. Um, you know, Christy. Yes. We were talking about this the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, Real Housewives of Atlanta. Mm. You were talking about this, weren't you? Mm-hmm. That we had a situation where I think one of the uh, characters, uh, I think it was Ken Kenya Moore. It was. She went to a Halloween party, mm-hmm. and she was. Dressed, how was she dressed? She was dressed as a Native American, like a chief kind of um, headwear, headdress. Uh, which, when I saw it, I was like, "Okay, this is not good. This is this is this is probably not going to end well." And so we, they, some of the ladies on the show had some feedback about it and said how it was inappropriate. And then I just read something on uh, the internet. Where, um, what's the name of the company? Bravo. Mm-hmm. Bravo was talking about how they were apologetic for even showing the episode and how mm-hmm. they thought it was going to be a teachable moment, which I think it could have been, mm-hmm. but they never really expounded on that. So I think they missed the mark there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I don't know. I, I wish we could have some people on the other side to just talk about whether that is offensive. You know, we're not Native Americans, so we don't necessarily uh, know what is offensive to them. So we don't want to put our thoughts or opinions okay. on that. But... I, I I was a little taken aback by it when I saw it. Yeah, I was kind of shocked by it too, and I think that um you know it's this is a this is a different age, it's a different day and age, right? And That's we right. we just really got to be. I think you know people talk about cancel culture and all that stuff. I just think it's one of those things where you got to be careful about what you do. Like there's more eyes on you. What yeah. did, what did Tupac say? All eyes on me. Mm-hmm. And I think that you know right now we're just in an environment where I mean just everything is under scrutiny. So you just really have to ask that question. And see how that looks. So we'll see how that goes. We'll see. I hope Bravo does the right thing with that and uh, makes some teachable moments out of it. We have, uh, talking about teachable moments, uh, you know, I tell you, I, I love that I get to interact with my friends uh, from different places. And this one right here, I tell you what, Sabrina Vaughn, how are you doing, my friend? I am doing wonderful. How are you? Oh, my gosh. I'm doing great. It's so good to hear your voice. How is the family down there in Dallas? Everybody is doing well, you know, considering all that we've been through. We are doing well. Thank you for asking. Oh, you're welcome. My goodness. Yeah, uh, you guys had, I mean, y'all had a whole lot. Y'all had your first snowstorm in, in centuries, right? And then the lights. Oh, oh my gosh. Snowmageddon. Yeah, we, we've been through it. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to make sure we had you on here because you do some awesome work. Uh, we are heading into... Autism Awareness, I think Autism Awareness Day is Monday or something like that. And yeah, we have World Autism Awareness Day and then April is Autism Awareness Month. Oh, that's right. Yep. So I just, I wanted to make sure I got on you because you were doing some awesome things and, you know, just a little backstory so our, our listeners can know. 
uh, Serena, you and I have been on the speaking, you know, we did many different things for years, actually. It's been a while. And uh, I was just telling Shavella that um, we need to, you, me, Kiki, we need to get together and um, redo our photos in Puerto Rico. Yes, Puerto Rico was fun. We got to redo our pictures in Puerto Rico. So um, anyway, you know, your family is near and dear to ours. And so it was awesome to talk with you today. And uh, I remember, um, you know, praying with you and about you guys when you were, you know, trying to have your kids. And then you were blessed with three beautiful kids. Oh, my gosh. You had uh, Keyshawn, Sebastian, and Sanai, right? Right, two and, boys and a girl. That's right. Yep, yep. I remember all that, and we because we had conversations about the Sebastian part, and <laughs> I just thought that was just I loved it. I love it. And um, so then, uh, you know, with that being said, you had a you know had a situation where all of a sudden you realize something. You know, your kids. We always, as parents, our kids are always going to be special to us. But then you notice something in one of your kids. What what was it that kind of spoke to you? You know, uh, naturally with when you have a multiple birth and first I just want to shout out to you, um, you know, for thinking about autism awareness month, because I think this is something that is in the African American community that does not get talked about a lot. Mm -hmm. And so I really appreciate you taking the time on your show to shine a spotlight on something that is very essential, um, in our community. And it's very, um, it's happening, but a lot of people aren't talking about it. So I really want to thank you just for this opportunity to even slot this type of topic in your show. Um, But to talk a little bit about, um, to talk a little bit about autism, of course I had triplets and I also wanted to let you know if there's any listeners that are suffering from infertility. Um, We did have a lot of long talks, you and I, about, you know, trying to conceive these kids. And we are um, one of the blessed couples that did in vitro fertilization and we were able to get pregnant. And of course we had triplets. Um, And so, you know, when you have a multiple birth, there's always going to be complications. We read about them. We knew they were going to be in the NICU for um, some time after we birthed them. And they were. Uh, Sanan Sebastian stayed in the NICU for 28 days. Keyshawn was in the NICU for 30 days. And so we bring the kids home and, you know, we're loving on them and we're noticing them. And Keyshawn was really the first kid to kind of meet a lot of the milestones, started crawling first, started walking first. And so he was like the least expected one of the triplets that we thought anything would have been wrong with. But as they started to get older, about age two, um, we started to notice the difference. Sanan and Sebastian were always playing together and Keyshawn was always off in a corner by himself. So he was really isolated from the other two. Uh And so initially, you know, I I didn't know what that was. And so I started, as I always do, started doing just a little bit of research and came across the word autism and started researching developmental delays. And a lot of the signs and symptoms of autism, you know, he fit that mode when I started looking up those signs and symptoms. And so from there, I took him to our pediatrician who was like, do you know what you're saying that you think your kid has autism? Uh-huh. That was such a bad experience, Mike. And, and I just really try to encourage our families. When you think something's going on, you really have to trust your gut. Like uh-huh. if one doctor says, no, this isn't it, uh-huh. you have to go to the next doctor. Like, uh-huh. so anyway, I went to the developmental pediatrician and started talking to um, them. And, you know, I told him I, I suspected autism and he got diagnosed that day. Uh-huh. Wow. And and so, and here's the thing, I, I appreciate that you bring that up because, you know, especially in the black community, uh, you know, there's a stigma on things like that. Like you don't want your kid to be, you know, you don't want your kid to be wrong or bad, or then there's the idea of uh, you don't want, you know, it just it exists out there. So what did you do after that? So what, what types of things did you start doing in order to kind of, you know, deal with that situation? Well, you know, once we found out we had autism, I started initially looking up treatments and, you know, there are all types of things from biomedical diets, uh, the gluten-free, casein-free diet. Um, And one of the top proven treatments for autism is applied behavior analysis, often referred to as ABA therapy. And basically, um, in its simplest form, it's a form of behavior therapy um, that allows our kids to learn basic skills that they struggle with learning on their own. And so um, that was really one of the things that we did. But I I just want to make sure that I define what autism is um, for your listeners today, that basically autism is just a neurodevelopmental disorder 
which is characterized by four things, Mike, social impairment, cognitive impairment, communication difficulties, and repetitive behavior. And so you'll hear people often say, because autism spectrum, um, it can be a, it can range from very mild to very severe. Mm -hmm. You'll hear people talk about the range, right? But it really doesn't matter. It affects everyone despite ethnicity, socioeconomic status, or age group. And it's important that your listeners understand that. And we also need to know that males are four times more likely to have autism than females. Mm, 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 mm. And so let's let's fast forward a little bit. You 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 realize that there was a need for this education, and you are educating us. So I am appreciative of this. You created a foundation, an organization that really kind of raises awareness. Uh, can you tell us a, a, a couple things about that? Oh, I am pleased to tell you about that. I was so distraught, Mike, when I could not find information. And really it sprang from the fact that, you know, once I found out Keyshawn had autism, I started mm-hmm. contacting people. And once I read the signs and symptoms, you know, I started hitting up my friends and people I knew and, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And somebody would tell me about somebody. And I'm like, hey, um, I just found out that my son has autism. And I know that your kid does X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, honey. Johnny, he does not have autism. Mm. I was like, okay. And maybe I called somebody else and they was like, oh no, honey, Kathy doesn't have autism. She just has a speech delay. Mm. And so by the time I made it to the third African-American person that was unwilling to, you know, say the word autism, I mean, I literally had to transition and, you know, really find me some people outside of my race that were willing to call it autism and to talk about it. Mm. And so once I got Keyshawn, Uh, settled in his therapy, that's kind of how the foundation was started. It was initially called the Keyshawn Vaughn Foundation. A couple of years into it, uh, we changed the name to Hatching Hope Foundation. And our mission is just to increase autism awareness in underrepresented communities by educating, encouraging, and advocating for families that are directly or indirectly affected by autism spectrum disorder. Wow. And so... um... How can a person, if they they're saying that they're they, they're saying that they think they may see the signs, they may be in denial, right? They may be in denial, or they may just not be sure. How could they get more information about your foundation? Absolutely, they can visit our website at hatchinghope.org, mm-hmm. and they can always send us an email at info at hatchinghope.org. Hatching and Hope. if they're wanting. Mm-hmm. Hatchinghope.org, okay. and if they want advocacy information, that's on our website as well. Um, and our services here at Hatching Hope are broken down into four areas: community outreach, parent training, individual and family support services, and special education advocacy. And here lately, Mike, especially with the pandemic, I'll be honest, I've been doing a lot of advocating for families mm-hmm. um, with the special education advocacy, just making sure our kids are getting what they need inside of these schools. Wow. Well, we're definitely going to have to have you come back on at another time because we really want to hear more about this because I think that this is an area that we need to make sure people are more educated in. Thank you for spending a few minutes of your Saturday with us, Sabrina. Thank you for having me on this Saturday and for shining a spotlight on autism awareness. It means a lot to me. It means a lot to autism moms and dads and families, um, and it means a lot to our community. So we appreciate the work that you're doing. Uh, same, same to you. Love you and your family, and I'll talk to you soon. All right. Love you, too. Bye, Mike. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Focused on photo, versed in video, for any media brings visions to life from headshots to family shoots, casual candids to structured scenes. Our team can provide whatever you need. In Baltimore, you may have seen us at local events such as the Poly City Tailgate or the Randallstown Romp. You can find us on all social media platforms at the number four, Any Media. For any media, for anything. Contact us so we can create your next project. Oh, that was uh, always a good time talking with Sabrina. We have great memories through the years and uh, her family means a lot to my family and um, so it was it was great to reach out and talk to her and really want to make sure you check out hatchinghope.org if uh, if any of you out there feel as if uh, there's something there you feel like you're not getting the advocacy that you need make sure you hit them up at hatchinghope.org Christy yes sir it is STEMI time 
for who? Wait, wait, I don't know. Wait, <laughs> right. what's Timmy? Right, right. <laughs> I know that's right. Listen, um, everybody, you know, there's a lot of buzz out there because you got the stimu you know, the stimulus is starting to hit the bank accounts, people mm-hmm. starting to get the debit card and the check in the mail. Not to mention, we are around tax season. So yeah. people are starting to get their refunds, mm-hmm. right? Um, you know, and, and so we got a lot, you know, p- some money burning some people pocket. Mm-hmm. For the record, before I go any further, <laughs> that money is meant to make sure you don't lose your house, lose your car, mm-hmm. lose your life, <laughs> right? Not, yeah, not reduce the, the crab population in Baltimore. Not reduce the crab. <laughs> the new Jays will, you, you may have to wait a couple seasons to get the latest Jays. You may have to wait on that, right? That The STEMI is designed to keep you afloat, mm-hmm. right? So we want to make sure that. But with that, you know, um, some people were, you know, you can't always let uh, the money burn your pockets, Right. And uh, Lonnie, you know, Lonnie Matthews comes on a lot and he talks about, you know, the concept of some people spend all this money because they're not used to having it. Right. And, uh, you know, one of the things, especially in our community, right, we really need to teach people how to to have money. Like, to, that, you, that you're not just going out buying the latest thing just because you can, but you're doing some things that are wise and you're, you're investing in the future, so to speak. So our next guest is a, is a personal friend of mine who actually has spent a lot of time, well, first of all, he is a great dynamic preacher, right? And uh, what's up, Pastor Larry Thompson? What's going on, Mike? How are you well, doing, Dr. Mike? How you doing, man? Good. Taking it easy. Taking it easy. How's everything with you? Yeah, we doing all right, man. We doing all right. We just doing a little radio show on Saturday. That's all. Just a little. Just a little something, right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this this great this great man. Uh, you know, he and I grew up together, and um, when it comes to knowing the Word of God, I mean, I love to reach, bounce things off of him with that. But one of the areas that really kind of intrigued me is that he is very uh, educated in investing, especially when it comes to playing with the stock market and that sort of thing. And so the first thing out the gate, I mean, you are a man of God, yes, right? Yes, sir. And you play with the stock market. Absolutely. Uh Aha. Now, you know, first of all, what got you into it? Just just tell us a little bit, like what what made you like kind of say, you know, this is a thing that I'm going to do. Man, you know what I, what got me into it is that I realized if I'm not saving for myself, I'm going to be 80 years old, still trying to preach and not able to retire. <laughs> so I said, I got I to gotta figure out how to, to bring in some retirement savings, extra income so I can, you know, be able to retire, take care of myself, but also, you know, wanting to teach other people. You know, one of the things that, that that got me thinking beyond just myself is, you know, we constantly tell people, hey, you know, you want you got to tithe, you got to give money. But we don't teach people how to get out of debt and how to grow their money so that they can have extra income coming in so that we can do the work of the Lord. So, you know, all of those things kind of was, was in my mind that got me focused on let me learn this thing called stock investing and how to you know, really make it work for me in the long term. I love that you said that because that is very important because we've all sat through messages. We all sat through studies where you learn about the importance of the tithe, giving your 10%, giving your first fruit to God. And very rarely do you hear about what to do with the, the other 90% that you get to keep, right? Right. And, right. And, and what do you do with that, right? And so I love that you're saying that. So so give us some basis. Like, first of all, why is playing the stock market not a sin? <laughs> why... Why is it not something that that a person who has a relationship with Christ or even any religion for that matter, why is it why is it okay to do that? Man, listen, I think that if you read the book of Proverbs, right, you have to come away with the idea that investing is not a sin. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it talks about needing, you know, you know, different avenues or streams of income. It talks about, you know, um, how to how to grow your money. And it, it talks about all of these things. Right. Um, you know, the Bible even talks about leaving an inheritance, not for your children, but your children's children. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, in, investing is just a, a vehicle to help you accomplish these goals. So I don't think it's a it, it's a sin at all. I think it back basically is the outgrowth. Of, of living based on the principles God has laid out in his word. Good, good, good. All right, so talk to us about it. So you talk about playing the stock market. Is it one of those things that you like, you go and call up the stock exchange and say, hey, 
this is what I'm going to do. Like, talk to us a little bit about the process. Like, what is the process that you typically go through in order to 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 do stock investing? Well, first, you know, you can, you know, contact a brokerage company and, and ask them these things. But again, they basically charge you a higher fee in order to do that. So mm-hmm. most of, you know, most people will want to actually go online and open up an account to do it. Right. OK. Um, you know, but depending on what we're talking about, I kind of divide it in two separate things. If we're talking about retirement savings, mm-hmm. you probably want to use a financial planner. Right. Okay. Um, because most people are not going to be good at picking stocks, right? What is the next hot stock, right? You're mm-hmm. going to get a hundred articles saying what's the next hot stock and people are just going to be confused. So you, you want to keep it very simple when it comes to saving for retirement. Okay. If you're talking about, you know, investing outside of retirement, what I think people should do is either focus on like index funds. So like your S and P 500 or something like that. But, um, you know, it's not very difficult. So what I would say is, you know, there, I've read so many books on it, trying to learn on my own, mm-hmm. but everything on YouTube, you can take whole classes on YouTube, um, on how to invest in, you know, in the stock market. So I would say first, the first thing is always educate yourself. Um, and then second, you know, I would say, you know, you want to open up a, a brokerage account at like maybe an E-Trade or Fidelity, somewhere like that, and, and just play around with it. The first thing you should do is, is do paper trading, okay? So go on like Thinkorswim with TD Ameritrade mm-hmm. and play play around with the fake money. Do not use your own personal money, okay? Don't do what I did. Just throw money in there and lose it. Like, that's how I got my education. Wait, okay? wait, 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 wait. So, so wait a minute. There's like a playground, like where you can actually kind of play with Monopoly money, so to speak, and learn yes, it? Really? So, TD Ameritrade has something called um, um, called Think or Swim, right? And you can go right on there, and they'll set you up with uh, an account with two hundred thousand dollars in it. It's fake money. It's play money. Really? And you you can actually just go in and you know like invest that fake money into different stocks and just watch, you know how it grows or if you lose money. And you can play around, figure out your strategy, and you know and and you're doing it risk-free because it's fake money. Um, and when you, once you feel comfortable being able to invest and feel like, Hey, I'm comfortable knowing what what I'm doing, then you can switch over to trying to start with small amounts of money, um, on your own to, to make sure that you have the hang 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 of it. But I would definitely start with the, with paper trading first. And that's, and that's basically, it's not like they're setting up a fake stock exchange. You're actually working with the real stock exchange, but you're just doing it with fake money. Absolutely. It's absolutely, really? absolutely pegged to the real stock market. So you're watching how the stocks would increase or decrease based on the actual share price, but it's with fake money. Man, that, 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 I mean, that, that, you didn't earn your keep already, uh, Larry, because that, that <laughs> I didn't even know about that. That is, that's pretty fast. Okay, so all right, so I'm getting the sink or swim. Uh, you said, um, what did you say? It was said TD Ameritrade is a place to start with that. All right, right, then you feel comfortable and you said you go to the next step, which is what? So after, after you've done that, right, after you've done that for a couple months, you, you practice, you, you feel like, hey, I, I got down how to buy, how to sell a stock, you know, um, you really want to know, it's two things that you really need to focus on. Mm-hmm. First is what is a good stock to buy, mm-hmm. right? Um, and the only way we know about that is you got to be able to know, you know, is this stock making money? Mm-hmm. So you want to learn what they call technical analysis, right? Okay. That, all that means is, you know, you, you'll learn things like the, you know, price to earnings ratio, things like that. I, I don't want to get into all of the specifics of that, but you want to sure. learn to know, is this company making money or is it losing money? Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, you want to stick to probably most people should stick to like your large cap companies. You don't want to jump in with what we call penny stocks, which is like the, the stocks that are trading less than five dollars or less than a dollar. You want to pick your big companies like Coca-Cola or Facebook, like your big, large companies, multinational companies, um, because most of these companies are going to make money over the long term. Because, again, mm. when we talk about investing, we're talking about investing for long term um, periods of time. 
Um, but then the second thing you want to know is what they would call, um, I'm sorry, the first thing is fundamental analysis. That's learning about how the how much money a stock is, is making. The second is what, we, what they call technical analysis. You want to be able to look at a chart and be able to see, you know, is this the right time to buy? Because sometimes, you know, this is a great company, but it's a terrible time to buy it. So those are the, really the two things that, that the average person would really need to learn. Is this company profitable? And is this the right time to, to buy the stock? Okay. And then this, these, so here's my next question then. So if a person says, you know what, I kind of want to learn about this uh, beyond YouTube. Like I actually want to like learn about it from a person. What are some options that they could do that with? You know, they have some great um, services where you can actually go in and, you know, people will teach you. But honestly, those things are very expensive, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, you know, I've seen a person charging $6,000 a year just to to train you online, right? Mm. Um, the, I, I would say the best person that I have um, seen and actually used, right? Mm -hmm. um, and it, his services is, is dirt cheap. It's really only $17 a month. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I don't get paid to recommend him, but I got it. You know, of course, um, there's this guy, his name is Sean Hyman, right? Mm -hmm. um, S-E-A-N-H-Y-M-A-N. Okay. So he, he used to be a pastor, but, you know, he was a stockbroker and, and, and all of these things. So now he, he, this is what he does. Okay. You know, he, he has an investing service, you know, and, and every week he sends you a video where he basically spends time showing you how to determine if a stock is profitable you know, and how to read the charts so that you can understand when to get in and when to get out. And sometimes, I mean, he even sends you recommendations on, you know, each month, you know, this is a, a stock that I would recommend to buy. He talks about knowing when, you know, what price to buy, what price to sell, things like that. Um, um, but, but yeah, I mean, what, what you could do is literally just go online and review, you know, different services, but just be careful because a lot of these services are very expensive. Wow. Well, I can't wait to hear about when you start your, uh, when you start your services so that we can uh, make sure we are um, investing in you because <laughs> you gave us some great gems today. Thank you, Larry, for spending some time with us. And uh, I'll be hitting you up shortly. Definitely. Thanks, Mike. All right, man. Take care. Take care. Headspace with Dr. Mike Show on all social media platforms at Headspace DM. We want to keep you up to date on all of our hot topics and keep the dialogue going even after the show. We also value what's important to you and your community. DM your show ideas to us on Instagram or Facebook. The next time you log on, you may hear Dr. Mike discussing the very topic or issue close to your heart. Well, that's it. Um, what did they used to say? Now it's time to say goodbye to all my little friends. <laughs> so I'm going to say now it's time to say goodbye to all the Headspacers. H-E-A-D-S-P-A-C-E. Mm -hmm. -E. Yeah. Mike, you ah. had to practice that beforehand to make it work. I oh should have practiced goodness. that. I should have practiced that. I tried. You know, I'd be trying. This was a fun show. It was. It really was. I learned a lot about mm -hmm. what y'all like with your food. So when we are able to have a potluck, I know to make sure I make tons of spaghetti Together, separate, and bring separate the and bring, and bring nothing but heels. So we can so we can heal together with like Derek Jackson. See how we put all that together? I tell you, we get around here while doing our swim or sink. Yes, with our fake Monopoly money on the stock exchange. Oh, that that was I was like, what? I know, I mean, right? That was great information. Yeah. So anyway. It was a great show. I wish you all the many bountiful blessings that God has for you. I pray that you all just uh, listen to him this week because uh, he has not stopped speaking. Matter of fact, he still yet speaks. We're actually heading into the Holy Week. Yes. Uh, we're actually heading into the Holy Week. And so for those of you, I know a lot of different, you know, this is uh, Pesach for the, our Jewish friends and some of our Pentecostal friends, mm -hmm. even they're, they're celebrating Passover. And so... Wish y'all a, a happy Passover. And then uh, we're going into the Holy Week. Next week is, uh, man, next week will be Easter Saturday. You sure will. Get out of here. So anyway, with that being said, I wish you all the best. May God richly bless you. And uh, until we meet again, 
Peace. Thanks for tuning in to Headspace with Dr. Mike. We hope you enjoyed the show. Be sure to follow us on social media at Headspace DM to continue the dialogue with other Headspacers regarding today's show. Everyone is filling their headspace with something. The question is, what are you filling yours with? Tune in next week.